When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. The Sydney Sixers take on the Perth Scorchers, and uh, we've been lucky enough to get a hold of Elise Villani. She is the captain of the Perth Scorchers WBBL side. And Elise, welcome to Stumps. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, first off, congratulations for making it through to the final. And uh, unfortunately, there's still a Sydney team in there, so we haven't quite got the job done yet. <laughs> but uh, it's been a tremendous season for you. I mean, you're the leading run scorer with 519 runs, head and shoulders above everyone else. Uh, yeah, look, it's, it's been a tremendous team effort, to be honest. But um, yeah, it's, it's nice to get some runs on the board after a, a lean ashes. So from a personal point of view, it's, it's pleasing to have bounced back from such a disappointing series. But, um, you know, more importantly, the team's been playing extremely well and, and hopefully we're playing our best cricket towards the, you know, the, the pointy end of the season. That men's team soft, at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, it was heartbreaking to watch it. Um, it went um, south pretty quickly, didn't it? Yeah, no, we've got the proper, proper Scorchers team to Adelaide <laughs> for the final. That's what we did get. Oh. At least, what what's the build up to a final now? You, you guys have arrived in Adelaide. Yeah, we arrived about three hours ago. Um, we had to wait for the second for the second boys um, final to to be done so that we could work out where we we're flying to. And um, yeah, we arrived about three hours ago. Checked into a hotel, had a quick late lunch, and then I'm just leaving the ground now after a bit of mobility. Bit of mobility, but no no bowling of balls or hitting of balls today. Uh, no, we did that yesterday at the Wacker. So yeah, we wouldn't have um, trained at Adelaide Oval, but we know it's a it's a pretty um, decent batting deck as always. And um, yeah, we've played here, you know, quite a few times before. And on the topic of the Wacker, because obviously uh, there was a lot of questions. Uh, I know that it was a great turnout, fifty two thousand people to see the Scorchers, uh, both men's and women's team, in action. But of, I know you guys play extremely well at the Wacker, and it is the spiritual home there. But the fact that it's the first time that we've had uh, the, per- the the men's team play there and that could have been a disadvantage. What did you guys think? Because it didn't really affect you, the, uh, the nude surface. Uh, yeah, look, no, it, it was a, it was a, still a good batting deck. Obviously, the Wacker is um, pretty special uh, to play at. And, I, you know, I did feel a bit um, sorry for the boys, sort of like a, a win-loss sort of thing going on there where they, they sort of lost their home run advantage, but they won massively um, with, with the crowd that turned out to support them. So... Yeah, I think it was a yeah interesting to say the least. But um, we were fortunate enough to play really good cricket, and and the ground didn't really affect us too much. Lisa, I'm staying on this um, pre-game build-up to a final. Is it different um, what you're doing now to what you would do during the home and away series of the WBBL, or do you try and keep it as similar as the home and away series, the build-up to each game? Yeah, we try and keep it uh, pretty consistent throughout the season. Um, we keep our plans pretty consistent and our preparation um, pretty consistent as well. So, you know, we're, we're trying not to get caught up in, in the hype too much and just go about our business. And, um, yes, yeah, 
stay pretty low key and, and hopefully enjoy the occasion tomorrow. You mentioned you couldn't get a hit at, or you didn't have a hit at the Adelaide Oval today. Do you get an opportunity to have a net tomorrow morning before your game starts? Yeah, so before each game we always have a um, an opportunity for optional hit um, and, and an optional bowl or an optional field or whatever the girls want to do. So we always leave some space before we start our warm-up um, to allow girls to prepare in, in their in their preferred manner. So I'm the sort of person that will always have a bit of a hit in the net before a game. Um, so, yeah, that's part of my preparation. So I'll certainly be having a, a bit of a hit um, in the net tomorrow morning. And with that happening pre your warm-up, is the key part of a 2020 side warming into a game that that... Um, doing everything together, your fielding drills, your catching drills, and really getting some some hype and momentum as close to the game starting as possible. Uh, I think in terms of fielding, I think that's really important. It's an opportunity to create a real buzz, and, and we talk about creating chaos when we're fielding and and putting ourselves and each other under pressure so that when we're in in a game situation, um, we're not caught off guard. But um, in terms of batting and, and bowling, it's sort of a little bit more individualised depending on um, how many games people have played, their loads and, and whatnot and it's probably a bit more um, yeah, specific to, to people's needs if they want to face bowlers or if they would just like some throwdowns, etc. Now this time last year uh, you were also getting ready to go into the final. Um, how much has changed since last year? Obviously now you're captain. Have you tried to instil you know, something different from last year, especially since you were you know, one of the troops, whereas now you you sort of got a lead from the front, don't you? Yeah, I think you're right. It was a you know, it was a huge goal of mine to, to try and lead. Um, by example, with my batting, um, I was really conscious of you know, when people are given a, an important leadership role for the first time, um, I feel like you, you've got to perform well because if you're not, you're really under the microscope a lot and, and people can easily say, oh, you know, she's not performing added burden of the captaincy and stuff like that. And I really didn't want to give anyone an excuse to to, to blame anything on, on the new leash role as I was really keen to take it on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, I think for me it's just about being really clear in my processes and, and making sure that, um, you know, everyone in our team is really clear on their individual roles as well. So I think that's probably something I've tried to, to really hone into the girls is just process, 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 and the outcome will take care of itself. It's funny that you mentioned the leadership roles because obviously uh, in three seasons, the Scorchers have had uh, three different captains. And in fact, um, someone who you have fantastic opening partnerships with, Nicole Bolton, um, your current vice-captain, former captain of uh, the Perth Scorchers. Now, Nicole has just been in a stellar run of form uh, at the moment. She's the third highest run scorer at the moment. And she, ever since she sort of uh, took, uh, you know, let go of the range, she's just been batting with such a freedom. Yeah, she's had a she's had a beautiful season um, with the bat and the ball, and she's, you know, probably surprised a few people. Um, me, not one of them. I, you know, she's always had enormous talent, and it's just great to be able to see her um, really perform in this format. Um, you know, hopefully proving some some people's perceptions um, incorrect. So that that's, that should be a really nice feeling for her. But um, yeah, she spoke about when she sort of steps aside from the from leadership. Um, at the Wacker and, and, you know, she struggled with it at first thinking that it sort of formed her identity but um, since she's sort of given it up she's sort of realised that she's got a newfound freedom with the bat and she seems to be enjoying her cricket a lot more. Elise, as a leader, how do you then look at the opposition? Uh, let's take, for example, uh, Elise Perry. I mean, she's just had an extraordinary summer. How do you guys approach a player like her? Uh, yeah, well, I think fortunately for, for myself and, and Nicole, uh, we've played a lot of cricket 
with um, Elise and, and against her as well. And I've, I haven't, um, you know, there's, there's been no shortage of watching her throughout the summer batting. So we've got plenty of intel there. But, um, yeah, I think she, she's someone that's been in phenomenal form and, and leads her team really well. Um, and we just keep things pretty simple and, and making sure that our bowlers are clear on the plans and, and where we can create dot ball pressure against her. One of the things too, I mean, it's not just Elise Perry. We've also got uh, like Alyssa Healy is someone else who has completely stepped up and especially coming off the run of the women's ashes being successful there, leading that in. Plus there's all that, uh, the way that they sort of dismantled the Adelaide strikers. How much of that game were you watching? Um, to be honest, I was sort of going about my own preparation at that. I sort of caught glimpses here and there, but I was in the gym and, um, training myself but you know I've, I've seen I've seen a lot of them bat um, in previous games so I know I know the, what they're capable of and they certainly like to go out there and attack and it's just about making sure that when we're bowling to them we're bowling the lines and the lengths that we're really comfortable bowling to them and making them score off good balls and not giving them any freebies because we know that you know once they're off and away they're pretty hard to take back. What's your preference and I haven't looked at the stats on this but are you better setters or chasers? on the conditions to be honest um, I, I thought we set really well in the semi-finals so um, you know um, runs on the board in the finals are, are pretty handy so hopefully I can win the toss and then I've got a bit of a decision to make <laughs> Well I'm sure you'll be making the right decision there but uh, look <laughs> You've got plenty of uh, firepower there in the shed, too. I mean, uh, England's Catherine Brunt has been doing some fantastic stuff. But at the same time, you look at uh, what the Sixers have, too. I mean, Sarah Alley and uh, Dane Van Nykerk have also been uh, decimating sides, too. So it's a, a very even... Um, oh, here we go. What do you got, uh, Elise, I want an inside mail here. I'm calling Sorry? Catherine Brunt the James Anderson of the Scorchers. <laughs> She's a sledger, isn't she? She's a oh, yapper. She, she's passionate. I'll give her that. Oh, that's that's sitting on the <laughs> fence. We want we yeah. we want to know here at Stumps, Elise. Oh, I, she's a yapper, I isn't she? Well, she she's not afraid to let you know if uh, <laughs> she thinks it was a, it was my great shot. That's for sure. Well done, well done. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. No, no nice bit of chirp there. But, uh, hey, look, Elise, before we let you go, best of luck for tomorrow. But uh, it's going to be a while. The next uh, thing that the Australian women's team has on the agenda is the Women's World 2020. Now, that's going to be, uh, a, you know, a far far bit of time away. But uh, how are you going to – you've obviously had a big summer, but are you going to try maybe uh, the Kia Super League or some of the other T20 leagues around to keep yourself match fit or have a bit of a – break before the World T20? Um, yeah, look, I'll throw my hat in the ring again for the Keys Super League. Um, I got picked up last year by Loughborough Lightning and, and really enjoyed my time over there. So, um, yeah, look, I'll certainly be throwing my hat in the ring and hoping that I get another opportunity with Loughborough. Their facilities were amazing. And, um, yeah, but then at the same time, I've got a bit of player leave coming up in April and I'll tell you what, I'll be certainly enjoying that as well. <laughs> well, you definitely earned it and uh, we wish you all the best for tomorrow in the uh, BBL 03 final and um, all the best and thanks for taking some time to chat to us on Stumps. Thank you very much. Thanks, you. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91